You are listening to Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast with Kelly and Callie. And we're here to cut through the BS of dating and all the chaos that can come with it these days. Where we will have deep and meaningful conversations with laughter and fun. It is time to get wicked deep. of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast with Kelly and Callie. Well, Callie, what are we doing today? We are talking about friends of the opposite sex. We are talking about friends of the opposite sex during relationships. However, before we jump into that tasty subject, what are we doing looking at each other right now? What is oh this? My God. We're, we're, we're actually on video, which is brand new, brand new for us. So yes, we're trying this out to see how it goes. I feel like in a a few episodes or in the next season, when people tune in to see us do this, do our thing, we're going to be in a completely different like setting and stuff like that. So I think this is going to be like, this is a great trial for everyone today. They get to see the look, the vibe, the facial expressions, everything. So I'm really excited about video with us. This is awesome. I know I, I am too. I'm like, I, I, I definitely have mixed feelings because I'm like, this is exciting. And yet I'm like, let's really not fuck this up. <laughs> How could we fuck this up? Flip over my, my computer. That'd be hilarious. Imagine something just fell and just wrecked everything. That would be my, like my life, my luck. Yeah, awesome. And that would be my life. So like, you know, don't, don't ever put it past me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So today's subject. Yeah. Friends of the opposite sex, you know, and I think this comes up in dating, but this is something that affects most, I mean, even marital relationships. Can I have friends of the opposite sex? It's kind of a, an interesting question. It's interesting because I think a lot of us do kind of like feel a certain way about it. I think when we're, when we're dating, when we're younger, it's like one thing because it's like, we just kind of evolve into these relationships are the friends of you know, opposite sex or whatever tend to like kind of go away. But when we're dating older, when we're dating now along our path, we collect friends of the opposite sex, right? And we have that they come with us with our journey. Like they're, they're in tow. They have, we have memories, we have vacations, we have fun night out. We do have all these things. We talk to them, we cry to them. They know our insides, our outsides. But then when we get into a relationship, when we are serious with someone, where do those friends go? Where, what happens to them? And should something happen to them? I do feel like something should happen to them, but what? And then what about the people who don't want to let go of their friends of the opposite sex when they're in a relationship? What does that look like? Right. And should we even have to? Yes, there is something we should do and it's called the boundaries. Right. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I personally have, uh, I'm in a relationship now and I have a few friends that are of the opposite sex. So they are male, um, obviously. So, but it's interesting because once I got into this like, sort of relationship, they automatically took like a step back. Yeah. We're now, we don't do certain things together anymore. We don't talk as much anymore. You know, what happens is they don't call at the later times like they used to anymore. Like it would be 10 30, 11 o'clock at night, and someone would call and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing X, Y, and Z. And we would talk for two or three hours. Now 
that doesn't happen anymore because there are boundaries put in where it's, well, she's in a relationship with this person. I don't have the same access to her that I did at one point because this is what she has going on. I have found that people have difficulty with that. They don't want to let go of those friends. They don't want to, you know, have that separation in a relationship. And that's where I feel like it can be kind of funky. Right. I mean, I, and I think that a lot of the time as humans, we don't really want things to change anyway. So we're like, all right, we get in a relationship and we're like, well, things don't have to change with my friends. Well, I mean, sometimes, sometimes they do. And sometimes they don't, it really depends on the friendship and so many different things. Do you have friends that you were close with before your relationship that you are, the relationship has not changed? No, the relationships with every single one has changed every, every single one. And I have one of my really, really good friends. Um, he, I've been in my relationship longer than he's been in his. So when he got into his really, so when I was in my relationship, I could call him whenever I wanted, because I knew he was just, you know, doing his thing. Or if the guy I'm with like was busy or whatever, I could go out with my male friend and be like, you know, whatever, but now he's in a relationship. So both of us are in relationships. So that looks completely different. So he's with someone who I think she's pretty amazing. I think she's a great fit for him. So her and I have kind of like we get on like really well. So like, I now kind of talk to her more than I talk to him, but it's, uh, but I do miss him as my friend. Cause he's, you know, he's been my friend for a very long time and I don't want to ever, I can't imagine my life without him, but I can't imagine my life with boundaries. And it's not only for him and for like the person that I'm with, but it's also for his girlfriend as well, because even though she knows that we've been friends for a long time, there's like a hierarchy where right. it's like, you know, if he has to pick between like me and her, he's going to hundred percent pick to be and spend time with her. But in some relationships, I know some men have a difficult time letting go of like friendships or, or even learning how to put boundaries up with some of these females. And like, what are some of the things that like, it's okay for a female friend to do versus like, it's not okay when you're in a relationship. So there's like, you know, a few different things kind of going on there. Right. Absolutely. You know, I think that my, my own personal rule of thumb in, in my relationship, and especially when uh, my husband and I first started dating was that if you have a friend of the opposite sex, and then you bring someone into your life that you are excited about and serious about, if that person is really your friend, they will want to befriend and get to know the person that you're with. If there is resistance there from the friend of the opposite sex, that's a red flag. That's a red flag in my book. I think, I think there are definitely a few red flags when it comes to the friend. Like if the person that you're dating has trouble with the boundaries, the, the friends always know what's going on. They, they know, they know the person's dating someone they know. So automatically they should take that step back and they should be like, you know, I'm just going to naturally put these boundaries in. I'm going to not make you food anymore. I'm going to not give you a birthday cake for your birthday. I'm going to not show up unexpectedly, you know, like I'm not going to do these things. And it's, some and men, men are great, don't get me wrong, but sometimes they it doesn't compute. Like, I'm currently binging Gossip Girl for the fourth time, right? I love this show, I'm in season four, 
And today I was having my nails done and I thought to myself, that lady's definitely acting like Jenny Humphrey season two. Literally <laughs> said that. Okay. And I'm like, wow, she's just problematic. So that's like how I'm addressing things lately is like gossip girl, like what season you are, Jenny Humphrey. She's a train wreck. Anyway, so I'm watching this this show now and it's um Blair and not Blair, I always mix them up. It's Serena. And she's with um, Nate. How oh, yeah. Is, how cute is Nate? I mean, let's. Anyway. And Jenny Humphrey. <laughs> easy. Easy girl. <laughs> right? Right? It's like Nate. I'm like, how old was he when this was filmed? Oh, my God. Cool it down. So, so like, they're in this, like, relationship. And Jenny Humphrey decides, oh, yeah, guess what? I want, like, Nate. I want him now. So, Nate is, like, this is fine because I'm just, like, friends with her. Serena's, like no, she's after you. And he's like, we're literally just friends. So I think a lot of men are Nate and they're just so like, no, we're just friends. It goes over their head. And like, you know, Jenny is setting up all this stuff to take him away for his birthday, to do this, to do that. And he's just like, what? This is like, we're just like friends. So I think a lot of men don't see when women are trying to like move in or come between like you and like the person that you're with. And it's, I think it's up to women to be like, okay, this is what's going on. And like, what is this without having to talk to the friend? Like right. we should never, ever have to like, be like, listen, there, we have an issue ever. That's not a thing. Cause it's not our friend. That's their friend. So they have to be the ones accountable for that. But at some point we have to explain to these men and sit them down and grab their face and be like, listen, like, yeah there needs to be some boundaries here. So it's, and it's not entirely their fault that they don't really see it because they've been friends with these people for a long time and they, how the friend is behaving toward them to them is somewhat normal. But the woman who's now in love with this man is like, mm, that's not normal, sweetie. That girl right. likes you. Like, you know, let's, let's cut to this. So how do we express to our partners like that we don't, we are not comfortable with this without sounding insecure or jealous or any of those other things that women usually get thrown at them when they're expressing genuine feelings. Right. And I think that that's so difficult because, um, you know, as, as bullshit as I think it is, uh, that men will just be like, oh, you're overreacting. Oh, I don't like never do that. You're overreacting thing with me. Um, even when I'm like, I'm done here. I mean, <laughs> we've all done it. We've all right. done it. <laughs> I'm at it. Um, but no, I just, without going there, uh, really being able to artic articulate, mm -hmm. like I clearly can't, um, that I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm uncomfortable. And, and again, just like we talked about last week with the social media, is it coming from a place of I'm being triggered, something to suss out, or is it really coming from a place of, I genuinely think that this person has ulterior motives. I'm feeling uncomfortable. If your partner can't respect the fact that there's something that is going on that is making you uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know, that's concerning, I think sometimes. I, th I think it is. I think it's definitely concerning if they're just kind of like not listening to you. And it's like, I do know that sometimes we carry into our next relationships, like things that we've had in the past. 
And I think it's like, it's difficult to be able to distinguish between like, what am I carrying from my past versus like what she's saying is like accurate. So then the other half of this, where it's when we're in these relationships and we have friends of the opposite sex and we know that they have feelings for us, how do we like end that? So personally, I have experienced that myself where it's like, okay, I sort of think this person mm, has these like sort of feelings and like, we're like friends. So how do we like, like, what do we, what do we do with that? How do we, you know, set, put up the boundaries? Like, what does that actually like look like in, in order to like do that? You know, cause it's like, you, when you, you know, as a human, we all know when someone has feelings for us, you know, because they act different, they do, they show it in different ways and we can usually feel it. And I think sometimes with men, it takes a little bit longer for it to like compute, but for women, we, we know like right away. So it's like, how do like, what are those boundaries like, like look like? You know, I, I kind of wonder though, I mean, and I hate to be a skeptic here, but part of me goes, do you really not see it? Right. Or are you, are you trying not to see it because what they're doing, what your female friend is doing is actually feeding your ego right. and that feels nice. Right. And, and I get it. Cause as humans, we like it when people like us, we like it when they're treating us a certain way. It does, you know, some people like their ego to be pumped up more than like others. So they do tend to keep people around until they become Jenny Humphrey season two problematic. And then it's like right. the drama you're bringing is now too much. So now I'm forced to make a decision I don't want to have to make. And then, then the person is faced with, it's either this friend or it's the girl or the guy or whatever that I like, you know, and it's, they have to make that tough decision. But if they would have just like paid attention a little sooner, but I do think a lot of people like to push their limits. They like to see what they can get away with, especially if it's something new and they don't know the person very well, where it's like, I'm going to keep doing this until it doesn't work for me anymore. Because a lot of times in relationships, both men and women do the things they do that we don't like because we allow it, because we just let it happen. We enable them to continue this poor behavior because we hope it's going to change. We want them to stop on their own. Like that's the biggest thing. I want him to want to do the dishes. Shut the fuck up and ask him to do the damn dishes. Nobody on planet earth wants to do the fucking dishes, dude. Nobody. <laughs> like nobody's like, oh, I hope she makes pasta tonight in a big saucepan so I can just spend two hours just really cleaning out the pot. Shut the fuck up and just ask him to do the damn dishes. You know, so it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like so crazy how it's like, we want them to want that, but that's not realistic. We have to teach people like, this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is bothering me. And then pay attention to how they react and how they respond to that. Right. Absolutely. And I think that it does also sort of beg the question that when, when it's you and you're the one with a friend that um, is starting trouble, creating drama, you know, what is it that you really want to see happen? I mean, if this person, if you're not that invested and you're like, okay, well, you don't like my friend and that's your problem, kind of a bros before hose mentality. Like I was friends with this person first. So like, see you later, mm -hmm. you know, really how invested are you in that relationship? And, and is it important enough 
that you're going to pay attention to how that, how your partner feels. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, I think the biggest part is like the, the boundaries and setting them. So I think the worst thing that someone can do is say to their significant other, it's either this person or me. It's never okay to do that. It's never okay to say you are now no longer allowed to have this person in your life because now I am here. So it's how do we like get around that? What do we say? How do we, we tell the people like, you know what? I'm not okay with Kathy your movie night every Friday night with Kathy anymore. Like, I don't want you to not be friends with her anymore, but every Friday night you're with her, you're drinking, you're doing this. I'm, I'm, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Maybe I can join you or maybe we can like do something different and, and kind of like, you know, kind of ask a little bit and say, these are the things that make me uncomfortable. This is why it makes me uncomfortable and see like what they say and never say to them, yeah, Kathy, yeah, she's out. You know, Kathy's out, um, Trish is out, um, Susie's out. They're all, they're all out. All the, you know, Bill is out, Bob is out, everyone's out. So we can't like make people like not be friends with their friends, but we can ask them to set up boundaries and we can help them along the way where it's like, I would really appreciate it if you would create some distance between you and this person, because this relationship, I'm not really comfortable with it for these reasons. Instead of like, you better not be talking to friggin' Susie tonight because I swear nah, 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 it's gonna be you and her or you're gonna have to pick me. And that's just, just shut up, dude. Like that does not get anywhere. At some point, men just hear, nah, 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 nah. but explaining to them, like, this is like what I would like to see happen. This is how I would like to see it happen. And these are the reasons why. And if they're valid reasons and then your, your significant other isn't listening to that, maybe it's not the best relationship for you. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because my husband maintains the point of view that men cannot just be friends with women because given the option, it like, if the women were to give him the go, they would sleep with them. He's like every man with every female friend. And I'm like, I don't think it's everyone. And he's like, oh yeah, everyone. We definitely have different points of view on this. I don't, I don't know your husband, <laughs> but I'm going to say that that's not accurate information. Um, yeah. I get where he's coming from because I have heard that men are remain friends with females for two reasons. Either they had sex or they're trying to have sex. Right. So one of two reasons that I kind of believe a little bit more, but I also do believe that like you can be friends with the opposite sex with your boundaries and it would be perfectly fine. I have a majority of my friends are male, so I'm able to hang out with them and see them and do whatever. And it's totally fine. There's never been a situation where it's been more than that. So it's, you, you absolutely can do that, but it's putting up those boundaries and then also being strong enough to like, you know, and if you're not ready, and this is the biggest thing, if you're dating someone and you have friends of the opposite sex and you're not ready to like put those boundaries up, you're probably not ready for a relationship because that boundary setting is a huge, going to be a huge part of your relationship to begin with. And if you can't do it with your friends who are supposed to be just your friends, then you might not be ready. And it might be time to like consider taking a step back from the relationship and really evaluating whether or not this is like something important to you or not. Yeah, completely agreed. You know, uh, relationships are, are, are difficult at times, even the best of them. Yeah. You know, so if, if you lack the ability to hear something that I'm doing is making my partner uncomfortable and, 
and, and really lack the willingness to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Again, not, not on every single thing. Obviously you have to kind of follow your own intuition there, mm-hmm. but like just the ability to look at something from your partner's perspective and really say, is there validity to this? You know, if, if you can't do that, you're right. I don't think that you're, you're ready. You need to just like mm-hmm. take, the, take some time. And, um, I hate to say grow up a little bit, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, just kind of have to, to go ahead and grow up and go ahead and do that. You know, I'm going to put you outside in the sun, put some water over you, you know, get you out there a little bit, some fresh air, grow a little bit. And then when you're ready, you can come back and, you know, have a conversation, but the things you can't do in a relationship is cherry pick when, and like, when you use boundaries, you have to learn how to do that from the very beginning. And you can't be like, well, I'll set boundaries here, but not here. That's not how that works. Like, that's not how any of this works. Like boundaries are there for a reason. And the biggest thing is also like, you know, if he feels this way and you feel this way, you're, he's not right. And you're not right, but you have to come in the middle and cultivate like what's good for your relationship. I hear way too often. Well, in my last relationship, this is nah, you're not in your last relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're not talking about what you did back then or what she did back then and like how this worked. And with my clients, it's like in my last relationship, this worked great. We're on to the next. We're not in that relationship anymore. Let's apply something that works in the present versus like in the past. And also if your last relationship was so great, why did it end? So why are we trying to do repeats of what we did in our last relationships if it just didn't work? And a lot of times we do that in that way because it's comfortable for us. And as we know, change is uncomfortable in general, but at some point it's, yeah, sit outside of the sun, grow a little, come back in, have the conversation, let's figure this out. And if it's really worth it, even if it's painful and uncomfortable, the conversations will be had and a meeting of the minds will happen as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just, relationships take compromise. They really do. So yeah, sorry, sorry, not. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely been interesting, like in relationships, having friends of the opposite sex, it's, it's tough, especially if you don't know them. So in with a relationship like that, if you're going to have friends of the opposite sex, transparency is a must. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I will say it's interesting because the friendships of the opposite sex that I had prior to, uh, being with my husband, I, I have none of them now. And I think some of them were for the reason that once I was in a relationship and it was clear that it was serious and like, it wasn't going to happen with this person. They were just kind of like, ah, whatever, you know? Um, and in that case, you know why they were friends with me. Right. Yep. <laughs> so, and other times I've had other relationships, um, and because of the same reason, but on the opposite end, mm-hmm. you know? they got into a relationship and their partner wasn't comfortable with, you know, the friendship maintaining. And again, does it, does it suck sometimes? Yeah. But, uh, I also understand and respect the fact that, like you said, when it comes down to it, you know, if you're choosing the friendship with me or this person is giving you the ultimatum, like cut it off, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, and your relationship with them is strong enough and serious enough to where, 
you know, that's the call you want to make, then I have to respect it as a friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because like what you're saying about like people who you were friends with, I went to London recently, like a few months ago, whatever. And I had a friend, like a friend, whatever, never really met him, but like talked like on Instagram and stuff. And then when he saw that I was in London, he's like, oh, I'm in such and such. I'm like, oh, that's like right next to And he's like, yeah. He's like, you like dating anyone? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, never heard from him again. And I was like, wait, what? But it was interesting. Cause I was like, I had no like idea. So I think sometimes to a degree, women can also be like, Bleh. so it's like really interesting to see like, you know, how like all of that plays out. But I do, I do know this. I have my, just like in my own life, I have a few people that will reach out every now and then and be like, are you still dating that guy? And I'm like, yeah. And then they ghost, they're gone. And then, you know, six months later, you're still dating that guy. And I think now that's all done because I haven't gotten that in a while and watch today, I'll get three of them. But like, <laughs> you know, but then the other end of that is when you have the friends of the opposite sex that sort of, you know, that they like you and you're keeping them around. It's a little selfish because that you're giving them the false hope that there's something more. And I also know women are very resilient and they will sit and wait for these relationships to end so they can make their move. So they will say, yes, yes. They will sit, they will wait, they will be supportive. They will talk to you like nothing is going on, but they won't be dating other people. They won't be banging other people. They'll just be like, because they don't want to date other people because they feel like if they date other people, they're going to get feelings for someone else. And then they're going to lose feelings for that person. And they've held out for so long that they can just hold out for a couple more months or a couple more years. Next thing you know, the person they're waiting for is planning a wedding. And it's like, well, now what am I going to, then they just get like insane. Cause it's like, I've been waiting. Like, what are you doing? But it's, you know, and I do think that if someone's in that situation, it's much better to say to your friend, I have feelings for you. I see you're getting serious with this person or whatever. I want you to know how I feel and then go from there, but to wait in the wings and to put your life on hold in the hopes that your friend will break up with his girlfriend or her boyfriend or whatever is just kind of, you know, like, don't do that. Life is way too short, like to wait for someone to be ready. And if they want well, it's, to be ready. it's sad and it's manipulative and it's not yeah. fair for friends, partner. I mean, like, uh, you know, don't be that, don't be that girl. Yeah. Don't be. I, I just, you know, I know that women do it, but I would never want to be that girl. Uh, I, whenever I meet girls like that, I'm like, would like never talking to you again. I mean, I just, I, I don't have the patience to mm. keep people like that around. And, you know, it's, I will say that I have run into an instance where my husband, like I was on the opposite end, you know, he was friends with somebody that, uh, it was very obvious that what her intentions were hmm. and, you know, and I'm, I am kind of like, all right, I I'm secure. I'm secure in my relationship. So should she ever take it to a place that's really inappropriate? I'm, I'm good setting a boundary, but like in the meantime, I'm just watching all this unfold and going, oh, honey, that's cute. I'm seeing you uh, set your boundaries. I saw that little hand gesture when you said you said, I'm good at setting boundaries. I'm like, uh-oh, 
kind of bonches are we talking about here? Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it is a tough one to know, like if somebody has feelings for your person, you know, and it's like, and it's not really has it to do with like insecurity or anything like that. It's more of like, it's just disrespectful. Right. It's like, this stuff's going on, whether or not it works, we don't, we don't know, but someone else coming in and trying to get in between it, like a friggin' Jenny Humphrey season two, it's not okay. You know, yeah. it's like, it's not okay. And what happened to Jenny Humphreys in season two? I mean, she was shipped away for the whole summer. Right. She's not well, back. That, well, that's what needs to happen. Like all of the, you know, these kinds of women need to be shipped off like to an Island somewhere yes. and like secluded and <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? I'm thinking about this. Um, it's actually Jenny Humphrey season three. That's the Jenny Humphreys. That's the terrible one. She's the problematic one. She's always been kind of a pain in the ass anyway, but it's season three because I just said it's season four and she hasn't resurfaced yet. Um, but I'll, yeah. I'm going to you know, watch. I obviously know what's going to happen because I'm a wicked fan. So it's going to let it play out again as if I just don't know with Chuck and Blair. I'm just like, oh, and I. <laughs> I love that. I don't know what it is in that damn show, but I love it. And I'm just like, mm, don't be a Jenny Humphreys. But it's it, that's the biggest thing is it's the disrespect. And like when the, the man or the woman knows the friend has these feelings and they are making it obvious, it's up to that person to set those boundaries. But it's also up to the friend to be like, you know, I shouldn't, this is overstepping. This is like too much. I shouldn't be doing something like this. And as women, we know when what we're doing is too much we know it's not like oh no like you don't do certain things for someone else's man just because you've been friends with that guy longer that's not how that works like when you get into a relationship like that person is first above like all the friends you you've been friends with that person for 20 years that's great but here I am you know, there's a, there's a difference between like, you know, what this looks like and like what this looks like. So it's that, but the biggest key with that is also the conversation and keeping that conversation open and keeping it safe to say, Hey, this is what's bothering me again, to not be controlling, to not be manipulating and to not like give any ultimatums because at the end of the day, whoever you're with has that ability to lead their life as a whole person. And if they so choose to keep these friendships, then that's their choice. But as we know, we are free to make any decision that we want, but we are never free from the consequences. So just because the person that you're with chooses to keep these friends and you're not happy with it, that doesn't mean you have to stay. That doesn't mean that dis the disrespect that you're feeling is something that you just need to get used to. No, you also have the right to make your own decision and walk away from that and make sure your peace of mind is where it needs to be. Yeah. At the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to put you and your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, um, in the forefront. And you're right. If, if a partner is dragging you down because of these friendships that they carry on that are inappropriate and, and that's what they're choosing. Okay. They've, they've made their choice and you can make yours. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Kelly, that does it for our first a video podcast. I'm so excited about it. This was so great and so fun. So be sure uh, next week to tune into our episode uh, to wed or not to wed. Yeah. Having the marriage conversation. Should we do it? Should we do it? I mean, that's been a conversation I've been having with myself in my head for the past 48 hours. So I don't know, I guess in order to find out, you'll have to tune in next week. So excited. 
be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any of these wicked deep dating conversations. If you have any dating questions, leave us a voicemail using the link in the show notes and you can be featured on the show. Until then, be brave. Navigate the dating BS. And keep having those bold conversations.